when this funny Gleep gives me the stopwatch. Yeah, that's what George called him, a Gleep. And this, this crazy Gleep gave me this watch. <laughs> that's what George called him, a Gleep. Gleep. What the heck, dude? I'm in just like a haven of chords over here. <laughs> umbilical or otherwise. Otherwise, actually, mostly. Um, there, there are a couple of umbilical, but mostly it's otherwise. Okay. There we go. <clears throat> now I'm ready. Freddy? I'm ready. Remember when Reddy Freaker was in our living room? No. <laughs> Fuck. It's so niche. This is my living room. Wrong. Oh. When, it's, when it's a recording studio, it is collectively ours. So as long as this table is up, it is our living room. When we're when the mics are hot, it's a it's a shared living room. The mics are always hot. And bothered. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah, oh, exactly. Okay. That's concerning, but... <laughs> you don't understand, because you don't live here. The Correct. mics are always, like, lusting over everything. Oh, no. It's very uncomfortable. Their estrogen's too high, <laughs> depending on what sex they are. Well, I don't know. I think they look like penises. <laughs> they do. So they're, they're just full of testosterone. <laughs> Every androgen is in these mics. That's not good. They're always or... like... It's really it is no. good. No, I'm trying to sleep and they're dogs, always like moaning. Dogs are like humping legs and stuff. <laughs> dogs do that. I don't know. Maybe Mike's are related to dogs. Mike's hard dog, that drink. That's the reason. It I is just word association. <laughs> this, is, this is a very terrifying realization to have. That's the reason I keep both mics in separate rooms at all times. Where do you keep their lemonade? Where do I keep their lemonade? Yeah. In the fridge? Do you? Yeah. How do they drink it? cold yeah oh. more than more often <laughs> oh. than not it's or do cold. they get mad you keep it in to... the fridge and they take it warm <laughs> and they're always pissed i keep it in the fridge so it'll last longer so it'll keep longer okay and then i pour it into ceramic mugs and i microwave it <laughs> for them that's got to be dangerous for the mugs why going from a very cold to very hot liquid no the mugs aren't in the fridge oh the mugs are on the counter. I, thought I you were pour the cold down lemonade and say the mugs are pulled from the freezer. No, okay. no, okay. no. Obviously not. I'm not <laughs> that stupid. Yeah, true. <laughs> I'm You're not stupid, st just not that stupid. I'm pretty stupid, but I'm not that stupid. If I'm gonna feed these mics lemonade, <laughs> <laughs> I'm obviously going to use room temperature mugs yeah and, and i'm gonna use cold lemonade. Temperature lemonade exactly and i'm gonna microwave it because they only like warm lemonade yeah they seem to be i always thought you just said you edited and then never edited and said that was the part you did for the podcast as i do the uploading and everything else and of the course picture yeah. fighting and everything yeah you do everything but huh? you also have to put up with the mics and they're seemingly from what it sounds to me, inhospitable living qualities that they put onto you. Yeah, see, that's the thing is, I just say I do the editing because yeah. I feel like it's it's sort of all it's a culmination of yeah of like this is kind of everything I do ends with the result of an episode being posted. Yeah, and I just don't want to, you know, normally. Like, I don't like to complain about things and stuff like that. I don't want to lay that on you. Correct. Because I know you're not going to help me. And that would just, you know, I feel like make you feel bad. And I don't necessarily want that. I appreciate that. But you kind of pulled it out of me here. I think I could with tolerate. With how horny our mics are. I could tolerate the, I have enough, I think I have enough property to where if I could just throw them in a shed. 
at, at my house. But you don't want them to stop working. We True. need them. Yeah. And it would be a very big pain to convince them to come to your house every weekend yeah. and record a pod. Especially if you're not taking care of them. Exactly. Feral mics. Yeah, we don't want feral mics. Like how to... If you give a dog a ball kick or whatever, that book of like how to convince a dog to attack somebody, you kick it and you show it like a picture of that person and you keep doing that. Yeah. Like I imagine it would, the mics would react that same primal way. Yeah. And it would just like mute itself randomly throughout the podcast. Yeah. It would just. As feral children do. Yeah, exactly. Because they don't have any developed sense of, can you take a child and then expose him to feral conditions? Okay. Let's not use the word expose, but I get what you're saying. If you can molest feral conditions upon the child okay thank you um take a child somehow plane crash boom russian woods why okay yeah they're in the russian woods is it yeah. winter or like summer summer but it's post tunguska sur- event okay it's like a week before it's pre tunguska event like a week before okay in uh, that's post tunguska event <laughs> okay how, so i actually how want to develop delve into this and he was riding the comet that landed. Oh, so, so it's like Im- the immediate aftermath. Yeah, but he he was from Earth, and then he joined. He was the predecessor of the Marshall Applewhite thing. How old oh. is this person? Nobody knows. But it's but a he child. looks like a child. Okay, it could be an anime thing of where they they look like a child, and then they're five thousand. I don't know. But he he came from. But just here. by looking at them, you're like you would presume this person is, like eight is eight. Okay. Yeah. He has that amount of human interaction, that yeah. amount of human childhood. Yeah. Comet, woods, now in the woods. And okay. Lost in the woods. Originally from Earth. Yeah. Somehow made it. Made it to the stars. Yeah. Comets down to Earth, lands in the Russian woods. Unscathed. How long, if there is a time period, would he have to be in the Russian wilderness? To, I, that's the thing. I don't. I don't think you can forget. I think it's like how to be human is like riding a bike. It's accurate. It's more accurate to say not being able to forget how you ride a bike is part of being human. Yeah. To where I don't think you can take a child, expose him to conditions long enough in the wilderness, so there where he would then forget how to be a person. I have so many thoughts going through my head right I now. I think because there is in, there are instances, and I'm not saying these people forgot how to be people, but there are instances of when the the early American colonists landed or whatever in like 30, 40 years. Yeah. In, the Native Americans would capture the colonists and then the colonists would then f- fucking fight back and get to where the Native Americans were, at least contact them and mm-hmm. be like, hey, come back. And the colonists would refuse to where like, no, we do way less work. All we do is hunt and fish. And this is better. And that's it. Yeah. And that's that's our lives. And then sometimes we kill other Native Americans. It's kind of fun, really. We should try I, it I do think it wouldn't be super uncommon of... I feel like they go through that a little bit in Hatchet, the book. I read that twice. <laughs> I've told you this many a time. Yeah. Where I read that in fifth grade. Or we as a group. We actually read it, I think, in third grade. Mm-hmm. And then for some reason... I think it's three times. I read it in fifth grade. It just says Jeff. Yeah. And then in ninth grade summer school, they made me do a book. Because I was under the presumption if I finish all my work needed early, I can then go home. Right. Which sadly wasn't the case because I finished. You learned that lesson for later in life. Yeah. Two weeks worth of work in six days because nobody there does anything. And they all smoke and hate the world. And they just (laughs) sit there in silence. And I'm like, okay, I got my shit done. Can I go? And they're like, no, you have to stay here for two weeks. And it's like, well, I did the what was required of me. Can I leave? They're like, just do a book report. 
It's like, okay, I'm picking two books I've already read before, and I did Hatchet <laughs> and Where the Red Fern Grows. I don't know. There's an Arnold Schwarzenegger clip where he's, it's some early Arnold movie, or it's... Kindergarten Cop. No, it's something in San Francisco. It was like a TV show. Okay. And he's just moving kegs of beer. And the manager's like, fucking, Arnold, you can, <laughs> I bet you can find that on YouTube. Arnold. Oh, come here, you fucking, you gotta work less, Arnold. He's like, I came here to work. This is what I do. I fucking work. I pick it up. I put it down. I work. And he's like, you're making the other guys feel bad. They don't want to do this much work. He's like, what? I'm not going to stop working. And then he gets fired. For doing too much work. It's like, that's basically life, is you get shafted if you stand out too much in any way. Yeah. Of like, if you're on the top or the bottom. I wouldn't say, I think the ultra top, even though they stand out, they're able to buy themselves some security with the amount of luxury that they do have. But mm-hmm. when you're at the top of a local hierarchy, such as at like a retail store, people are going to hate you of like, okay, I have this job and I don't want to try... As hard as you're, you're, I'm not, I don't want to take this job as seriously as you're taking it because yeah. we're on the same level and we're in the starting position. What do you think? You know what I mean? Or do you really want to do this the rest of your life? Why are you trying this hard? The way to do it is to work hard enough to get promoted to the position that you want to be in. And then once you reach the position that you want to be in, do the minimum amount of work you can to keep the Maintain job. Maintain that, yeah. Maybe a little more than minimum, but you know what I mean? Never enough to where they're like, oh, you can either get more work or... Yeah. Yeah, it's, it's, that's you need to avoid it. But anyway, Hatchet is um, basically, you know, he crashes, he's surviving in the wilderness for... Do you remember how long it was? I would guess three weeks to a month. She's going to see his dad in Alaska. You think it was only a month? It could have been longer, but I remember that's what happened. Is he going to see his dad in Alaska? Cause he leaves his bitch mom, and the pilot has like a cardiac infarction. Yes, he has an infarction, and then he crashes, and then the credits roll. Cause the kid's like, "Oh, I have this hatchet," and then after that, he lives in the woods for a bit. I think he kills a moose. I think that's in the book. Yeah, yeah. Um, but I'm pretty sure by the end of the book, when he's leaving, there's like you know that part of him that's like, I kind of want to just go back and stay yeah. there. And that's, so I think it's not super uncommon to be, like, nostalgic for, like, a feral lifestyle. Yeah, and to call it feral is, there's a thing, too, of, like, uh, I don't know how much is related to, like, exposure to, like, terrible chemicals in our food and everything and blah, blah, blah. Yeah. But those fucking people in Brazil that they talked to couldn't understand the concept of suicide or, like, depression or whatever. Because literally everything they do is important and, like, integral to their fucking survival. Mm -hmm. Like, why we went away from this just seems off. Like the Kalahari Bushman, lowest IQ out of everybody in the planet, technically, or whatever. Um, and literally, I guess. <laughs> but one, they don't care. Two, they work like nothing compared to how much people work now. And that's all they do is like they eat, they survive, and they fuck, and they relax, and that's it. They work like four hours a week. It's some just absurd small amount. Well, what happens is there was at one point in time, you know, like... 1200 1300 whatever where like even a little bit of technology started to exist the water wheel and people are like oh well that, let's not go back to 12 1300 because it was around with like the romans and the greeks and stuff yeah like aqueducts and yeah, the, yeah, yeah yeah but whenever anything was created and it happens every time something's created 
You're like, oh, we'll be able to work less. We can work less. That's it the takes bullshit. less effort for an aqueduct to bring us water That's than for us to go get it. That's the bullshit they pushed in the 1900s of like, ooh, technology and the industrial revolution. Well, none of us will be working and machines will be doing everything and all this. And exactly. No, fucking, no they're going to so, spin that lie. So that's why we have developed past like the Kalahari Bushmen yeah. is because everything we do is quote unquote to make it so we can work less. It's so stupid. I guess you've kind of figured it out. Yeah, a little bit. scheming the markets. I, I, uh, with insider trading. I was talking to my uh, mom, and she said, it just it seems like a little early. She goes, you can't be retired yet. <laughs> You're too young. And I said, uh, it's not my fault. I'm one of the few people that found out the loophole in the economy where I can just survive without doing anything. Yeah. Tons of people do that. Whores are good at it. Only fans. Which I think it's not even like they're not the ones to blame because society allows it. And then like what causes men to be so desperate to dump this much money into e-girls and shit like that to where they think they have a chance or like how addicted to pornography do you have to be to where this is your life? Or how much money do you have to have to where you're okay with doing this? I don't I think don't... you have to be addicted to pornography to dump your money into e-girl stuff. You don't think so? Because I think that the it's, thing is, it's the same thing with like Twitch girls and stuff like that I where people will... think it's loneliness. Will... Yeah. I don't think it's... Yeah, but I do think the pornography thing does like... Uh... That is a factor, for yeah. sure. But I don't I think do it's think, the only thing. I think it's thing. lack of meaning, it's lack of purpose, and it's just desperation for some actual something to hold on to. Yeah. To where you think you'll find it in a whore. If I talk to you, you you will be my friend. Oh, that's terrifying. Yeah. That's really sad. Well, there's like adults that do this. And then there's people that get, you know, way too into it. And then you get involved in like well, there was that personal lives and stuff like that. And you're like, like stalker shit of YouTubers. Yeah, and What's yeah. What's called? I always ask you. I always forget it. It's called... Um, that style of relationship. Uh... Uh, parasocial okay it's a parasocial relationship yeah when you get way too into um someone that it doesn't know you yeah but you think like you're their favorite person right to the point where choose me adolf there I has do it for you that's <laughs> yeah exactly thing. yeah like mm. there's been multiple instances of you know people at like uh, like relatively famous youtubers and stuff like that yeah. at or um, even people that are outside of your family that aren't relatives. Yeah. <laughs> at at like concerts or something like that. And when you're like, "Oh, I don't I don't like your boyfriend. I think you guys should break up." And then you know, they don't acknowledge you even a little bit because yeah. they're like, "Who who is this person?" Yeah. And then you're like, "Well, I guess I have to take it into my own hands and I will just kill their boyfriend and then they won't be together yeah. anymore." Maybe I can solve this problem for her. <laughs> Obviously, most people don't fall that far into it, yeah. but it, it's it's weird that that does happen. The thing is is that it's how this obviously the news is meant to distract you from like actual problems. I learned today that Martin Luther King was killed... Junior or senior? Junior. Okay. Was killed three to four weeks after he switched from going, like, the white man is oppressing us and all that. So then there was, a, like, his last month switched from a race issue to, like, oh, no, it's not race-related. It's based on class. And he started talking about how the elites are pushing, you know, the middle and lower class down and how the people at the top are the problem. And it took three to four weeks... For him to be shot, and the FBI has like 
got sued in court in the 90s and the, their family won, like the King family won of like the government was involved in killing MLK. It's like, because <laughs> they're like, well, we're, th- we're not worrying about class right now. This is we're doing like a race thing. But that's yeah, that's the shit they pulled with like the 2012 um, Occupy Wall Street thing of like why the news is the way it is today is because the elite were like, OK, people are this. You know what I mean? This movement's picking up too much steam. We have to stop it. Because it is actually fundamentally sad, and if the government did give a shit about people, they would be like, okay, we need to find, there has to be some purpose that people can pull from the world, which I think tons of people can find, especially with the internet, even though it's, it's better in small communities and it's more actual if you're able to do this in real life. Like, the internet does allow, if you don't get into it too young, because I think people, like, kids lacking meaning are pulled into areas of, like, oh, I'm into fucking toasters. There was a good... <laughs> There was a good Twitter thread on this of, like, the bad part about the internet, for as amazing as it is, is children in the 60s would be like, hey, I'm into fucking toasters and, you know, wearing thongs on my head. And people would beat the shit out of that kid and be like, oh, that's not normal. I have to change. Yeah. To where now, you can be like, I'm into fucking toasters. And then you go on the internet. You can find a group of, like, 10 people that are into that. And then you're like, this is normal. These are my friends. (laughs) Ooh. That's not good. <laughs> Do you know where this group is? I would like to take a look at it and oh, see. I, I assume they're every one of our listeners is a... <laughs> is a toaster is lover? A, yeah, is a toaster copulator. Because <laughs> I would like to try it. I oh, don't know. I just... It just seems fun. You know, you obviously you, you turn the heat on as low as possible, right? What do you mean? That's not a heat setting. I always thought it was. I always thought it was an intensity setting, and it's a minutes setting. Did you know Depending that? on the toaster. I need to get one that's intensity, because I hate They do exist. Do they? Yes. I need one of them, because I'm like, I want to wait the same amount of time, but get crispier toast. <laughs> Why wouldn't it just by default be a fucking intensity setting? And not, I don't, I'm not going to wait six minutes for this. I just think sticking my penis inside it and then kind of smushing the grate a little bit oh. on <laughs> That hurts so bad. No, you don't. Pu- you don't push it down all the way where it like locks it. You just kind of hold it down halfway. Okay. Yeah. Little love taps, little soft compresses. Of yeah, the and you don't. You don't. Grade. You don't thrust in and out. You 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 just press the button up and down, and then the grate goes. Yeah. It goes squish, unsquish, squish, unsquish. Like a metallic girlfriend. Yeah, exactly. Great hands. Yeah, that's yeah, that's exactly like how if that you're would fucking, work. Uh, Jenny from that robot girl show. Remember that? Yeah. I don't. I can't remember what that fucking show was called, but I remember her name was Jenny, wasn't it? Life of a Teenage Robot. Yeah, that was a good show. I remember so little. The animation style was very weird for that show, as the color scheme for that entire show I think was white and teal. Well, and that was everything just was like the that. color style of the robot. Really? Because yeah. I thought everything else was kind of like that. No, it was pretty. Mind. It was brighter colors, but huh? It's like it was just like a modern American version of Astro Boy. Oh, everybody knows what Astro Boy is. You don't know what Astro Boy is? No. Oh my god. It's a Japanese cartoon from like the 60s. You don't know what Astro Boy is? (laughs) You fucking nerd. (laughs) Of course. We do live in fucking East Asia. God. Kill me now. Kill me clown. I'm sorry. I thought everyone knew Astro Boy. I can't go into clowns because we're just going to bring up Bozo again. (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> There's got to be some okay clown. That literally, the two clowns people know. I guess I'm not counting the Joker. 
because it's he's not a clown. He just kind he dresses of, too well to be a yeah. clown. Yeah, he doesn't wear the bozo the and big... then John Wayne Gacy. But John Wayne Gacy, what was his clown name? I. What about Ronald McDonald? Oh my God! Oh, we never talked about the Ron. He's a pretty good clown. Ronald Trump. <laughs> yeah, Ronald Trump. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah, he's a pretty good clown, I think. Ronald McDonald has the weird thing of, I think it could be my misperception, uh, maybe stemming from childhood to where everybody else was tall. You're like, I want to be up there, you know, <laughs> wee lad. But Ronald McDonald, in my mind, is like eight and a half feet tall. And I don't think that's good for any mascot, <laughs> especially not a clown. Because clowns already have that weird thing of they do just emanate that aura of instability. Ronald McDonald stands seven feet tall. Holy shit. He is just nuts. How tall is Yao Ming? Look up Yao Ming. Y-A-O-M-I. Isn't he like 7'2"? God. I think... So he's 7'6". Yeah, okay. We All we need is Yao Ming to behead Ronald McDonald and be the new face of... I say make, make Ronald McDonald taller and Chinese and he's got my vote. Make Ronald McDonald tall again. <laughs> See, it's, it, it actually kind of, uh, we need to talk to Yao Ming, I think, because yeah. Ronald McDonald is always on the playground when I go, and he there's like, he's playing with, when like... When you go to the playground. When I go to the playground. You said that so casually. <laughs> that terrifies me. Even outside of pod, that very, that worries me. I go to the playground to play basketball, like, three times a week. Okay. Right? With who? Just kind of shoot some hoops. For, like, by yourself. Yeah. Some light car. I play horse with myself cool yeah and every time i go there i'm not able to play basketball because ronald mcdonald is there he doesn't even play he just hangs from the hoop <laughs> he's there and there's always you know like people of varying ages sometimes it's uh adults that he's playing with sometimes he's playing basketball with kids and yeah the and, ronald like, mcdonald foundation kids yeah exactly multiple sclerosis diabetes and something else right yeah and or the trifecta where they have all three you'd think like okay when if i'm you know 28 years old and i'm playing like a one-on-one with ronald mcdonald yeah you know we're we're just having a good time right Correct. it's not competitive at all nah he's competitive Rude. when he's playing with like eight-year-old kids yeah he's he like pushes them down right. <laughs> he's like you oh he's like shooting like free throws and everything and and the kids are like oh like pass the ball to me he's and he goes no <laughs> Like, no, I'd be able to get the hoop easier. He hangs on the rim and then he swings his feet into him. (laughs) He's just way too competitive and it's not okay. What about the the Grimace? How tall is, could you look up how tall Grimace is? Yeah, I've never seen him there though. Grimace, if I had to guess, how tall would you think Grimace is for how round he is? Five foot six. Yeah, he's got to be short. Average American woman, maybe? Height and weight? Grimace height, overall. (laughs) <laughs> Overall height is ten feet. There's no way. There's no fucking way. Grimace is that thick and ten feet tall. There's no way. That's awesome. Holy fuck! Who plays Grimace? <laughs> Yao Ming might have to take on that role. Because I was gonna say that um... ten feet. Is... <laughs> I was going to say that when he's playing basketball with, like, adults and sometimes, he, he sometimes gets really mean. And he'll, yeah. like, hold with kids, he'll like hold the basketball over his head. And they're like, like, pe- like you got to move. And he's like, nah, you can't get the ball. I'm seven foot. <laughs> I'm seven feet tall. And I'm like, we just got to get Yao Ming he to play him. And he has that nasally of a voice. <laughs> Is he Dr. Seuss? 
Really, people just need to start learning to punch Ronald McDonald in the nuts. And it's fucking clown nuts more. Dude. It's gotta be pretty easy. Those have gotta be at height level if he's seven feet tall. There was a solid... I I talked to him about it one day, and he doesn't like to talk to people. Oh, his clown nuts. He, he was talking about his clown nuts. And I'm just curious, you know. I'm always curious about clown nuts. You know this about me. Yeah. And I was... <laughs> Jesus, fuck. I was talking to him, and apparently there was a solid four years of his life where he became a eunuch. So he got it all cut off. Yeah. So he doesn't. So you kick him in the nuts, and he goes, "Oh, what is that supposed to hurt? Oh, look at me." <laughs> He's really proud of being a post eunuch. And then he kicks you back in the nuts. That's rude. Yeah. That's gotta hurt. He has those fucking huge shoes on. They're actually lead toed too. That's not good at all. <laughs> Brown's a jerk. He is a jerk. What we need to talk about is how the fuck is Grimace 10 feet tall? I don't know. That's nuts. That's scary. What is he that big in the movies? I think that when I looked up height of the characters, it says 7 foot for Ronald McDonald, 10 foot for Grimace. I think that's the height of their statues. So there's a 10 foot Grimace statue somewhere. Yeah, at that's like crazy. At, at like Ronald McDonald playgrounds. What about the Hamburglar? Home of the Burgle. Ham. Hamburglar height. I'm going private. That's not a good reaction. So let's talk about something else. <laughs> no, 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 no. Hamburglar is 10 foot 3. What? How is he? He's a manlet in the thing. There's no way. There's no way he's taller than Grimace. Why is Ronald McDonald so short? <laughs> Ronald McDonald's the shortest he character. Been, he should have been biblical Adam height. 90 feet? Yeah. How um, many cubits is Ronald McDonald? The real question is, Why how so tall, tall is Mayor McCheese? I forget about him. Five feet. There's no <laughs> way. He's so small. He's the little pissant. Why? What the fuck? <laughs> Poor Mayor McCheese. He's half the height. But he has all the political power. Talk, imagine someone that is half the height of you. They're so small. Yeah, I don't think I've ever met other than children. Yeah. Yeah. Well, uh, Zach was talking about how this girl Who? My co-worker. Good kid. Zach uh, was telling me the girl, he, he said, I don't think it's going to work out with this girl I'm seeing. So why not? And he took a tape measure and he grabbed a board and he's like, she's this amount tall. I said, you, you could just tell me. I don't need a visualization. I have five one. I said Whoa. she's this amount tall. Yeah. I said so. <laughs> Zach's six one. So that's a foot of difference to where there was a level of uncomfortability of that differing height to where half of six one's f- three and a half. half an inch tall. Yeah. Of like that, I I literally have never met a, an adult that tall. That's really small. Most children are only that height for like a probably week. a week. Yeah. <laughs> There's a small time frame where you can catch kids in that window. What about twice your height? Twice my height is three, three and feet half, and a half an inch. God, <laughs> Lord. I've never met someone that tall. No, Mayor McCheese isn't even that tall. Mayor McCheese has met somebody double his height. Yeah, the Grimace. Why is the Hamburglar taller than Grimace? How isn't he able to steal everything? If he's ten, I guess that's why. It's because he's too obvious. It's hard to be stealthy when you're 10 feet, 3 inch tall. Yeah, that's fair. You walk anywhere and people are immediately Jesus like, look at that fuck. guy. Everyone stare at him. And then he has that gay fucking outfit on. 
<laughs> Why does he have face paint? Doesn't he have the thing around his eyes? No, I think he's wearing a mask. Like a wax museum mask? Like a Ronald... That'd be smart. That's what I would do if I was stealing hamburgers. I would have a Ronald Reagan wax. Yeah, he's not He's not wearing... Um, Nixon one? He's not wearing face paint. It'd be too paint. obvious if you had a Barack Obama one that you're going to steal stuff. You can, you no can, reaction from you on that? You can see that he's wearing a mask. He's got like the little straps going around oh, his ears. Oh, he knew COVID was going to be a thing. What? He was masking up before it. <laughs> this is over his eyes. Yeah, but it, it's it's a bad it's around his fucking mouth now. You anti-vaxxer. <laughs> Jesus. <laughs> yeah. All right. Maybe you need to calm down. No, I'm pissed now. <laughs> Isn't there like a McDonald's bird? Yeah. What, what are the, there is. Yeah, you want me to just look up the whole McDonald's gang? We might as well. This is TM brought to you by uh, Burger King. Uh, just not the Burger King South in Rochester. That one needs to be burned down. Burgered down. Bur- Mc- McDonald's characters. Uh, Ronald McDonald. It just tells you the alphabetical letters. Sunday. Use. Ronald's dog. How do you spell it? Oh, yeah, the dog. Oh, no, the dog's going to be huge, too. <laughs> it's going to be like four feet tall. I guess dogs are that tall. Grimace. Hamburglar. How tall? I guess a six-foot dog on its legs would have to be that tall. Birdie the early bird. How t- is there a size thing of all these? No. Also? Fry kids. <sighs> Fry kids. Mayor McCheese. Officer Big Mac. Captain Crook. There's a cop. There's a. There's already Hamburglar. There's Captain Crook and a cop. They unlike, have a fed? Unlike the Hamburglar, this villain spent his time trying to steal filet fish oh, I hate that. <laughs> <He's> like, <laughs> Fuck that guy. He's Is he Catholic? <laughs> Shouldn't he just not be stealing? Why would you want the fish? They're like, it's Sunday, and they're like, where is Captain Crook? He tries to steal stuff every day, and then Ronald is like, don't worry about it. He don't, he's at church. <laughs> every, every Sunday and Wednesday, he's at church. He's actually the pastor's son. I hate that guy. <laughs> And he can't reach the basketball. Okay, Ronald. The professor. What does that guy do? A bearded scientist type character in a lab coat and served as McDonald's local inventor and researcher. That's so stupid. <laughs> McDonald's local? Like, what do you mean? Is it a place? What? Like, McDonald's local makes it sound like, oh yeah, he's the researcher from yeah, Mc- here. Yeah, McDonald's land. Oh. You don't know about this? That's where the movies take place. Do I want to know about this? Ronald McDonald land. What inventions do they need? What problems do they have when they're worth like however many trillions of dollars? Um, it doesn't say. Good. The hamburger patch. That's a person? Or is it, that a place? It's a part of the fictional city of McDonald land. Where you pick hamburgers. Where McDonald's... Where you take Hamburgers grew like fruit on plants. Yeah, where you take kids in the fall to take pictures at the hamburger patch. Yeah. Hamburger Patch Adams. Uncle O'Grimacy? <laughs> it's just an older version of Grimace? <laughs> O'Grimacy is the Irish uncle of the character Grimace. God damn it. O'Grimacy, <laughs> fuck me. And, and is, is a variant of the Grimace design in that he is green instead of purple. No. Sports a frock coat covered with several four-leaf clovers and carries a shillelagh. Shillelagh I can get behind. <laughs> Club people to death with that thing. Uncle O'Grimacy. Fuck. The Happy Meal Gang. Oh, a hamburger, fries, and soft drink in regular size. <laughs> Is there even a regular size anymore? They were later joined by the McNugget Buddies. 
That's a cool name. I'm a big <laughs> fan of the, anything with a buddy in the name. I'm a pretty big fan of. <laughs> uh, Kaz MC, a temporary character for McDonald Land. Kaz MC was an As alien. If all who of was... them aren't temporary. Who wore a large spacesuit and he talked like a surfer dude. Well, okay, so Kaz MC oh, was. Oh, it's Kaz MC. He was in the lore from 1980 to 1985. Okay, is that after Black Friday? Or the, yeah. That crash in the market in the 80s is that what killed Kaz MC? Yeah, exactly. Does Kaz stand for cosmic? Probably. And MC stands it, for. It's cosmic. probably cosmic because he's an alien. Cos MC stands for cosmic. If you put it there, and the MCs for McDonald's, so that's actually kind of clever. That is, is what it is. Yeah. Cos and MC. No. Damn it. But it, it is. It is a capitalized M. Yeah. So it is but cosmic. I hate that. Fuck <laughs> you, alien. But yeah. Did to, he bring sriracha sauce to the, the McDonald's game? To show you that. Oh. Uh, his five-year stint is considered temporary. Yeah. Officer Big Mac was featured from 1970 to 2008. Oh, no. The recession killed Officer Big Mac. <laughs> so was Captain Crook. Oh, no. <laughs> it's weird that any... I guess everything died, really. Everything good from the 90s died in the mid to late 2000s. Then we have uh, trash cans. talking what? Talking twin trash cans. Which involved having to deposit garbage into them to feed them. So they are stained off of garbage. Yeah. So really you could feed the McDonald's. Yeah. Okay. Bernice. What? Is that a dog? A Bernice mountain dog? Is a strange that creature that was introduced in 1992. She a ate, strange creature? She ate inedible things like the script in the three-part <laughs> Ronald McDonald making movies That's commercial. Awesome. <laughs> what does Bernice look like? Dude looks like a lady. Bernice looks dun, like dun. Alf. Yeah, it's like a Snuffleupagus. Yeah. An elfy Snuffleupagus. Uh, vulture. Is that the bird? An unnamed vulture that spoke in a monotone voice. An unnamed vulture. Yeah. Fuck. I am hungry. <laughs> a short-lived McDonaldland character who is the self-proclaimed vice president of snacking. God, snacking. The character was a floating, fast-moving green fuzzball with orange arms and a monstrous face. Griddler. The Griddler? The Griddler. I like that one. <laughs> I hope that's Batman-inspired. Mike the Microphone. What does it say about the Griddler? Does a short-lived, a short-lived character to promote no, 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 McGriddles. No, 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 that's what it says. What does it say? A short-lived character to promote McGriddles by stealing them from Ronald and his friends. I was going to say it'd be funnier if he caused crime throughout mcdonald's land i like how them by putting griddles and then the people that were <laughs> stupid enough to pick them up especially after the first instance of like they just pop up and hit the person in the face and it kills them <laughs> there was like oh there's another griddle on the ground and they wouldn't they couldn't catch on to the pattern why is it a thing in in marketing where mcdonald's isn't the only one that does this although it's very prevalent with mcdonald's is there's a new item i gotta steal it there's got to be someone that wants to steal it. Yeah. Cereal <laughs> does it a lot. It's a hit item yet. Yeah, exactly. Where's my McFib? There's the new McGriddle. I gotta have that. It probably. You could just buy it. My name is literally the Griddler. <laughs> I have to steal this. Who is stealing anything from McDonald's when they're like a dollar? <laughs> Who can't get enough money? By like peddling, and not even peddling, just by finding change. I'm just saying, you like, could ask somebody to buy the hamburger item. patch exists. There's no way you can't yeah, just. Yeah, if you if homeless people can't just move into a home, <laughs> even though they should, 
You can if you're hungry, go to the fucking hamburger. Why don't people do that now? Why don't homeless people in the fall, where they have pumpkin patches, go to the patches and eat the pumpkins? Wait a minute. How many? <laughs> look up how many calories is in a whole pumpkin, especially the rind, the CD rind of a not CD like uh, DV from Tim and Eric, but CD like S E E D Y. Thirty calories in a pumpkin. There's a whole pumpkin. One cup of pumpkin. <laughs> what is, wait a minute. One cup of pumpkin I feel like would be a lot. Why is there so little calories in a pumpkin? Huh. I guess it's mostly air. If you think of like pumpkin pie filling. How many calories are in a solid pumpkin? Yeah. 50. Uh-oh. Is pumpkin good for weight loss? Simply put, pumpkin is a weight loss friendly food. Apparently. Well, pumpkins, if you break them open, are mostly air. Yeah. So it's like and a bag seeds. of chips. Yeah, the seedy core. Which a lot of people will just, you know, scoop out the seeds and then toss it in the oven and then you can just get chips. What? If you dig out the seeds of a pumpkin, yeah. the innards that nobody wants to eat because it's gross and mushy, yeah. throw it in the oven. The pumpkin. The pumpkin seeds. Okay. And then it turns into like chips and you eat them. I didn't know that. Yeah. Huh. Well, you know, this is now a <laughs> cooking podcast. <laughs> That's what my mom would do every every Halloween when we were carving pumpkins. She would she would take all the innards of the pumpkins and st- stuck them in the oven. You know, I think I, I, there's a lot of instances of this where I think people should be allowed to just kill the person that does it. But the fucking kids that'll destroy pumpkins if you leave them out on your step. Yeah, hundred percent carte blanche. To, I want I want a pumpkin that explodes when you throw it on the ground. But then the problem is somebody would be trick or treating and the fat klutz of a kid would accidentally knock it down the steps and it yeah. would it would cause a giant explosion. Why? I, like, what do you gain? From smashing a pumpkin that's on someone's doorstep. Testosterone fuel? I just... This person obviously put work into it. A dad that won't come back and care for you? Maybe? Maybe that's... <laughs> maybe my dad's in this pumpkin. <laughs> my this pumpkin reminds me of my dad that hates me. <laughs> it's, it's, it's a pumpkin with, like, really crooked teeth. Yeah. It smells of booze and cigarettes. <laughs> you see... You can and see a little his, bit of gin his, inside it's it. It's just, fuck you, Brad. <laughs> <laughs> that's, that's the face. That's, sentence of pumpkins it's just like brad yes you uh, you're the reason i left your mother you stupid worthless fucker it's like nine different pumpkins and you're just waiting for the neighbor kid named brad to start trick-or-treating it's the again. neighbor you know exactly who you're targeting <laughs> you're not what you're so excited because he's gonna you're gonna be like can't wait to see you've been bullshitting him the whole time you're like can't wait to see you on halloween or whatever you're talking make to sure them. you stop over you're i got something extra special you're for talking you. to the parents yeah weeks before months before like you guys do anything for halloween like <laughs> he's so into this in the first it's the middle of june <laughs> first house he stops at it's that it's your arrangement of pumpkins bashing the fucking so what would it be it'd be the mom and his stepdad take him over it's like yes brad you're this is me mike your real dad fuck you you're a shitty kid you're the reason i left your mom it's like it's like 20 pumpkins and that's the start of his halloween and then it's just, it ruins the rest of the night for everybody else and one of them is full of like one of them explodes when you destroy all of them explode it's full of ammonia and fucking uh What's the other one? The other mustard gas combination. <laughs> <laughs> They're just mustard gas. Pumpkins. It's mustard gas. <laughs> you break them in vials of mustard gas. <laughs> Shattered on the sidewalk. 
Oh no. Brad's just dying. Yeah, ammonia He's and bleach. Suffocating. Yeah. And then as they're running away, you tar and feather them from the rough. <laughs> and you dressed up as you you're wearing the skin of his dad. <laughs> that's that's what it is. You killed his dad. <laughs> the perfect This is the perfect crime. So all that happens. Halloween starts, they go over. The fuck you, uh, Brad. Brad, you're stupid. This is from Mike, your dad. Yes, not your shitty stepdad, Charlie. Charlie can suck an egg. Yeah. And then uh, Halloween's ruined, right? He's like, oh. and you've killed Brad, or you've killed Mike, the dad of Brad. of Brad. Yeah. Yeah. And you throw Mike's corpse off your roof, <laughs> and on his shirt it says, "Yes, I just killed myself because of you." Because of you, even though he's been dead for months. Well, no, they're not going to know that. No, correct. He's been in the freezer since you killed him. So then you you mustard gas and tar and feather these and kids. Then fake suicide. His dad off fake the roof. Fake suicide, and and you t- assisted suicide. You write it on there. Uh, this suicide was all my idea. Uh, your Definitely neighbor not the owner of not yeah. not the landlord of the house in which I jumped off. He he tried to stop me. I didn't let him. He's a real good guy. Actually, he should get all the money in my will too. <laughs> He's my only friend. I stole all of his ammonia and bleach and made mustard. <laughs> I t- that was all me. <laughs> I tried. I for years I was going to therapy through him to deal with how shitty my son was, but it just wasn't enough. You're such a shitty kid. <laughs> Fuck you, Brad. It's like it's like carved with a knife into his torso. Yeah, it's like really small text on his leg. <laughs> Jesus, this guy hated his son. The cops. And everybody in court was like, "Man, this guy's son must have been really fucking stupid. He was really shitty." <laughs> Brad is fine. Yeah, he's like, yeah, completely he's, normal kid. He's like six. Doesn't even know his dad left. <laughs> he's young enough to be unfazed by this whole thing he's six but his dad left when he was like six months old his dad has not been in his life his at all never mentioned it yeah <laughs> i got a nick mullen and exfoliate that milk out of my wiener oh my god oh good thing there's no clutter i can trip on yeah exactly and you i i clutter, you brought her. oh no hey everybody this is colton that's editing the podcast in the future I uh, am just adding this in. I don't know where the microphone is that I'm talking into. It's just some random microphone. But it was just really weird to cut from him going into the bathroom, him leaving the bathroom. So I'm putting this in so there's a little bit of a buffer. Okay, perfect. See ya. No, you weren't. Almost locked in the bathroom. You were almost locked in the bathroom. You didn't even lock the door. What are you talking about? Did you check? Yeah, actually. And you didn't even notice. Maybe I liked it. What? <laughs> Maybe I didn't know. Oh, no, my mic. <laughs> like the dad of like Brad? The, yeah, fuck Brad. <laughs> this is an anti-Brad podcast. More milk. <laughs> you just exfoliated it out of your wiener. I need to replenish. <laughs> oh, my God. You're just as bad as the microphones. <laughs> Speaking of uh, feral children and never forgetting how to ride your bike. Yeah. Uh, Joe Biden fell off his bike today. <laughs> What are you talking about? There was a bike trip, a presidential bike ride and in Delaware. And he's like, ooh, look at me. And he, he, the reporters were there and he tried to get off his bike and he fell down. 
It's pretty funny. What is a presidential bike I don't ride? Know. It's not a pre. It wasn't. I don't. I just joshed and called it that. But it was like some bullshit. He's just on a bike with a bunch of people. He's like ninety years old. Why is he riding a bike? He's very old. <laughs> Diane Feinstein and some other dumb bitch are eighty-eight and like sitting members of Congress. I think. And there's a picture of her now and her when she started looks at two different people. She looks awful now and like a five at best when she started. Out of? Ten. Okay, standard rating. Yeah, one out of two. (laughs) You're a one out of two. That's how you should start rating things. Yeah, simplifying it down. You're you're a one out of two. Yeah, you're about a three sixteenths. No, not even. Just every rating system from now on is just out of two. You think? You're, There's a, you're, does, is zero an option or two no. out of two? Okay, one out of two or two out of two. Yeah. There's nothing that's zero. Yeah, zero out of two would be non-existent. One out of two is, you know, half. Yeah, take the math approach. Half is pretty good. <laughs> <laughs> or two out of two is perfect. Most things are pretty good. Most things are one out of two. <laughs> Cause if you That's get... scary because there's no way to distinguish between like a 9 out of 10 and a 1 out of 10. It's like Pamela Anderson with a mole and then like a really curmudgeon librarian yeah. are in the same 1 out of 2 ranking. Yeah. That's kind of spooky, but fair. That's fair. That's my meritocracy. It gets too complicated if you're like, oh, you're a 17,000 out of 26,000. Okay, yeah, go that far. <laughs> the 10 system might be the best system. Yeah, right. What about one out of 11? We're rating rating systems right now. There's a tweet that says women don't do this. What? It says men are, can get really into rating things and women just like don't care. But rating things are the best. It's very fun to do. This is a masculine. This is the most masculine moment of this pod so far. We're rating rating, rating systems. Fuck. <laughs> What's a different rating system that you want to rate? Um, what do you think like uh can you think could you rate things in emojis? Like face face smile reactions i think there's enough variation in emoji yeah i mean yeah. you can you can do the there's the the uh face pain scale right yeah yeah, yeah you yeah, can yeah. have a just it's just a wider range of emojis yeah i don't think if you were to give me five emojis to assign to the whatever there's five i know because it's two four six eight ten for the face pain scale yeah. i don't think i could correctly assign uh three of them you don't think so i could maybe get two you have you have uh the you have like happy yeah you have like really happy you have yeah. kind of happy you have like flat line. flat face and then you have sad and then you have like, like crying yeah, yeah. the the puke the <laughs> green face yeah. on. what if you're feeling like that but it's not you don't want to vomit you're just in pain well it's a pain where's scale. the emoji it's that not shows what i you're... don't have a leg probably the vomit one. probably the handicap sticker one <laughs> yeah they're like, how how much does this hurt? You're like, I don't have a leg. <laughs> it's fine. It's actually been 12 years since I lost my leg. That was the when I, I had that viral infection in my stomach. They're like, how much does this hurt? And I'm like, worse than anything ever or whatever. And they're like, okay, we're, we're not going to be able to see you for like 10 minutes. Like, what? No, I'm like having a something attack right now. I'm having a viral something's, attack. Something's exploding in my stomach or whatever. <laughs> And then the doctor pushed on my stomach. And uh, does that hurt? I'm like, mm, yeah, but it hurts all the time. And then he pushed like somewhere. I'm like, oh, fuck you, fuck you, fuck you. <laughs> Sorry about that. But that, don't know what that is. And then he's like, leave. And he's like, yeah, his appendix could be exploding or whatever. <laughs> <laughs> You're just going to leave me alone after? The, it's not like I didn't hear any of that. What are you talking about? You pancreatitis? Can't, mm-hmm. You can't leave me alone, doc. Yeah. I got to know. <laughs> no, got more shit to do. Got more shit to steal. 
<laughs> he has like thousands of tongue depressors in his fucking mouth. <laughs> what? Who do you think the Rubik's Cube is named after? Rubik. You should know this. You the, fucking the nerd. The guy who invented it. What's his name, name is Rubik. First name. Probably Rubik? John. Let's be fair. You think it's John Rubik. His name is John Rubik. Okay. Did he invent the Rubin? Yeah. <laughs> oh no, that's kind of cool. And John Rubin invented the Rubik's Cube. Rubik's, what do you think? Do you think he's German? I'm trying to think of the name of all... He could be Danish. I'm trying to think of it because it's... R-U-B- well, it's with a K. Yeah, it could be Danish. Scandinavian, mayhaps. Rubik's Cube. Eastern European. Inventor. Show me Slovenia. John Rubik. Is it really John Rubik? That's funny. Where's he from? Is from... Belgium? You get all of them wrong. Minneapolis. What? No. That'd be weird. His name is Erno. What he's is He's German. Erno? E-R-N-O? I would imagine he's German because he's got like the umlauts over his O. There's a lot of places that have the umlaut. He could be from Belgium. I might have got it. Hungarian. Fuck. So he's from Germany. Yeah. No, Hungary's like a cool... Hungary's the one where they... Well, no, he just ate. Hungary beat the UK in a soccer match and they started burning Ukrainian flags afterwards to celebrate. Hungary's pretty based. TM based. If you want to throw that I don't there. know what that means. Me neither. People just say it sometimes. <laughs> Born in 1944. Is he alive? That'd be, he is probably still alive. That's crazy. I thought what the Rubik's the Cube was way older like than that. Like the 1800s? Exactly. That's nuts. Age 77. He's kind of young. My grandma's older than this guy. No shit. What the heck? Huh. He invented the Rubik's Cube in 1974, so when he was 30. Did he, do you think he ever solved it? Um, I'm sure people have asked that. He was born in Budapest, Germany. <laughs> God, Budapest. Is Mr. Rubik still alive? Okay, they know. They know. They don't know. Yeah, he's still alive. His name's John. How long did it take the inventor of the Rubik's Cube to solve it? It took him over a month of hard effort to solve the cube. He started out by aligning the eight corner cubes correctly and then discovered various sequences of moves for rearranging just a few cubes at a time. So yeah, he, it's it's the whole thing of like, if you're the just ca- if you're just casually trying to solve a Rubik's Cube, you're never going to get it. It's impossible. Mm-hmm. But if you sit there and try to be like, how can I move just this one piece? Like, what series of moves can I do where just this one piece moves? Yeah. Eventually, you'd be able to figure it out. And that's what he did. That's probably what, it, the amount of time it would take you to do it if you didn't know anything about it. About a month? Yeah. Yeah, of, that. like, hard, like, two, trying right? to figure it out. Yeah. Exactly. Huh. I hope he's rich. I hope he's really... He's oh, he's definitely network. rich. Everyone yeah. owns a Rubik's Cube. Oh, no. At some point or another, yeah, everyone's owned a Rubik's Cube. Erno, Rubik, net worth... One hundred million dollars. God, he earned it. Yeah, if anybody earned it, it's earned the it. most entertaining puzzle game that you could ever. And it's very simple. Yeah. And these new ones are like super nice to turn. Yeah, they are. Or like the old cool crusty ones that you really had to just pry on to move. Those ones aren't <laughs> so fun. Should have been deducted money from that. What's really fun is um, you just you do like uh, two like three turns or four turns or five turns depending on what difficulty you want. Just like random four turns, and then you just like spin it, throw it up in the air, and catch it and try to solve it with like the same four turns back. Huh. I probably can't do that. <laughs> Sometimes it takes a little bit of effort, but it's it's 
that's a way where if you know how to solve a Rubik's Cube, it doesn't matter. It puts everyone on the same playing yeah. field. It's like solve this in five turns. Yeah, exactly. That's what um, Chess 960 is supposed to do. That Bobby Fischer bitched about like high level chess is just memorization of opening lines and stuff. Yeah. To which Chess 960 gives you the random uh, uh, starting positions for the minor pieces and everything. Mm-hmm. To where that was his solution towards like the monotony of high level chess. So, eh, fuck, it's kind of cool. It's kind of right also, but... <laughs> You know what I hate is because you don't have to stare at a thing of huevos verdes con jamón, but I do. I do every day fault. that I'm not recording. Yeah, but uh, th- these are my these are my beauty sleep hours of entertainment, if you will. And I have to stare at that fucking... What is the thing? What is... Is that Dr. Seuss that thing? That's not a cat in the hat. What no. is that creature? It looks terrible. I've never thought of that. That, Why does everything look so gross in those fucking Dr. Seuss books? That's what the cat in the hat looked like before the cat in the hat. Why are his hips so wide? You can see you can see that's the, the resemblance. Cat in the hat. Yeah. So was the okay. This is before because I, I think this came up before the, the cat in the hat. Okay, but that's that was the template for the cat in the hat. Was that creature? I think this. Yeah, I think he took this creature and was like, "I'll just turn that into a cat." Fair enough. Yeah. I don't think he has an actual name in this book. Like we know Juan Ramon. Yeah. Don't we all. <laughs> but uh I don't think that uh that the other guy has a has a name. Okay. But this is what a standard Dr. Seuss character looks like, is oh, the yellow they're fur. Also furry. Yeah. Is that uh a... because fur I think is easier to draw. I think it is based in his uh Jewishness. You wanna mean that? What? I think Jewish people have a higher predisposition to having more body hair. And I think there's some Do ancestral they? knowledge behind that. That's I'm thinking yeah, I'm you, thinking Italians. If you look at, well, in Italians also, it's kind of an Upper East Coast thing. A Jersey thing, if you will. But I think if you were to, like, uh, Hasidic Jews always have the huge fucking beard. That's fair. To where, and then they have the super expensive-ass mink traditional stuff. Their traditional garb. Yeah. Um, I say stupid because there's no way in hell I can afford that. And then um, <laughs> I imagine underneath they're as hairy as their traditional garb is. You think so? Maybe. <laughs> How else would they eat, um... Cholent is a traditional Jewish stew. It is usually simmered overnight for 12 hours or more and eaten for lunch on Shabbat. Cholent was developed over the centuries to conform with Jewish laws that prohibit cooking on Sabbath. That's why they have the... Shabbos Goy do it. The non-Jews to do things like open doors for them and stuff. Yeah. I bet they make a mean Cholent. You think so? Well, I guess not then, because they can Jews can make cholent on the Sabbath, but yeah, it's specifically then, I yeah. bet the Shabbos guy could really put down some nice traditional Jewish food. Yeah, like. <laughs> <laughs> what? Like burritos, but that doesn't make any sense. Why do you think, the dumbass? So they. Can- Thank you. <laughs> you fucking moron. They they have a. I'm I'm it's, lost. No, it's a whole. Obviously, you're not. This seems pretty anti-Semitic that you can't follow along with this train of thought. I'm trying, man. Take. This is really something I think we should just stop talking about. <laughs> It's this that part could just be cut even. That's so gross. <laughs>
All right, moving on from Jews. On to... I was going to say Mormons, but there's really nothing to talk about with Mormons. You know the Mormon church has way too much money? Have you ever heard about that? No. They have however much money saved up, and I can't remember. The church won't say what it's for, but they will say it's like for when things are bad. It's like some amount of billions of dollars <laughs> that they have in a bank account. I guess Utah as a state is just one big Mormon. Yeah. That's kind of spooky. What are the mo- But then again, like, say shit hits the fan. What good is money when you need food and the stores don't have any and there's no commerce? They have their own seed vault. It's just semen. <laughs> like, God damn it. <laughs> Who is running the church? In, we can't eat this. The most important thing in that scenario is to have as many Mormons be reproduced as possible. It's a very weird. Yeah, so then they can then starve to death. It's basically the church's plan to keep people alive long enough for the elite Mormons to survive off the cattle hierarchy Mormons just by eating them. Why don't humans do that? Is there something, is it prions, however the fuck, the brain thing of why can't humans eat other humans? Is there some physical thing or is it just a social normative thing of like, is there, what are the health? It's a social normative thing. Okay, but what are, what are the health problems? Do cannibals experience any health problems because of their diet? Um, I think it's not as long as you avoid the brain. Okay, that's kind of weird. Yeah, really fucking milk that tea bag. Um... I didn't even mean for that to be gay related at all. But that <laughs> is literally a KFC half gallon drink bag full of raspberry tea. Yeah. Verdict? One out of two? Yeah, it's a one out of two. One out of two. <laughs> I don't even remember what I was saying. Uh, I mean, oh, yeah. Uh, kuru. You get if kuru. you... Kuru? What is that? It's it's a disease that you get if you eat a human brain. Like mad cow. It will kill you. Yeah. Will it? Yeah. What What's wrong with the brain to where that happens? Is uh, it too hard? Why does eating a human brain... Remember Adam and eating? Yeah. <laughs> Give you Kuru. Kuru is a very rare disease. It is caused by an infectious prion yep. found in contaminated human brain tissue. Huh. How do you get contaminated human brain tissue? That is the question. I don't know. Can we breed humans enough to where they don't have this thing and we can all be cannibals? Here you go. Kuru causes brain and nervous system changes. Similar to Kreutzfeldt Jacob disease. Okay. How do you spell Jacob? J A K O B. Jacob. <laughs> Idiot. Similar diseases appear in cows as bovine spongiform encephalopathy, also called mad cow disease. Nice. <laughs> There's something. Oh, yeah. I was going to say this episode has seemed to be more informative on the. This is yet a more serious, but. Also, gleep-ish. I'm feeling a bit gleep-ish. Oh, no. Are you a little gleep-ish? I think so. Oh, version of the pod. Yeah. This is also the first obligatory pod. Meaning? Uh, we have no backlog of podcasts. That's true. That's why we'll be listening to this next Friday. This is the closest to release that we've ever recorded. Correct. Unless you count, like, a the Barnyard episode. episode. Oh, yeah, the barn. Yeah. Fuck the Barnyard episode. <laughs> Get that shit out of here. I haven't thought about Kuru in nine Kuru years. Kuru sounds like some shitty anime character. <laughs> Kuru. 
but I'm glad I remember that. Yeah, it's if scary. I ever need to eat anything, don't eat a human brain because you'll get kuru. Yeah, all, I just never know the name. I just say humans are gonna get like human cow disease or mad human disease. Human <laughs> cow disease is a better name. For I want to get human cow disease. That'd be pretty cool. <laughs> How do you get it? Um, you you have to cut your stomach in four. Okay. And only in. Uh, probably be a hindgut fermenter. Yes, you need to be a hindgut fermenter. Everyone knows this. And, uh, <laughs> eat a lot of grass and consistently chew on cud. Oh, you said it with a D. Okay. So that's how you get human cow disease. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> 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 oh. Cud. Is it book time? I hope it's book time. Sure. Book time. Fuck it. Do 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 do. Ah, oh, pick a number, any number. Besides, so five hundred and seventy. That's what he did last time. Okay. Uh, ninety-seven. Ooh, early book. Uh, How many pages are in that book? Six hundred forty-four. Okay. You said ninety-seven. Ninety-seven. Uh, pick a number between one and ten. Um, well, I guess pick I gotta go. Pick a number go between one and six. I lied. One and six. I get. I guess I gotta go two because it's, this joke's gonna be a two out of two. The mail order catalog played an important part. Let's do part. three. <laughs> <laughs> no, no. This is from the Spellbound section. If you want to read it home. Okay. And it's on page ninety-six. Excuse you. Because you picked. 97, and 97's on the right, 96 is on the left. I'm doing total jokes on the page. No, 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 no. Number two on 97. An American impresario preparing a concert program instructed his new secretary to expand all abbreviations. Op into... Or, it'd be ope. Into opus? Yeah. Not how Minnesotans spell ope. For example... Opus is a Latin word. I know this, but I'm saying you're not going to read O-P as ope, because in Minnesota, ope is O-P-E. <laughs> I'll read again. Okay. An American impresario preparing a concert program instructed his new secretary to expand all abbreviations. Ope into opus, for example, before sending the program to the printer. Oh, for example, before sending the program to the printer. <laughs> Fuck. Later in the printer's proof, he found... Bach, Massachusetts, in B minor. I don't... Go back to the other joke. <laughs> Read the other one, actually. I've changed my mind. I was excited about the other one anyway, because it was a story. Oh, there's a picture, too! I wonder what he's drinking. Look at the picture. He's like, smell my finger, I just touched my ass. <laughs> The mail order catalog played an important part in my primary education. When I asked my dad what a shoe tree was, or an owl, A-W-L, owl, or a casting rod, he would show me pictures in the catalog. It was a spelling aid, too. How do you spell genuine, I once asked him. Look it up in the catalog, he replied. But how can I find it? Turn to the saddles, he told me. His voice betraying his disappointment that the first child was so dull. See, it's right here. First quality saddles, genuine leather. <laughs> that shouldn't even have gotten any reaction from you because that's the worst fucking thing I've ever read. You were so excited so about it. I was. 
I'm so disappointed from that. Oh, we have to find something that helps. Oh god, this is a poem. A European student. Confused by English spelling. Oh, it's a spelling joke. It's All a right. visual medium. <laughs> Submitted this poem to his professor of literature. The wind was rough. You want to read this one? I can, yeah. You can do this one. Where is it at? Top left. You can read a joke. Switch it up. Is a European student, right? Yeah. Okay. I feel like I've never been able to do this before. It's all right. This is this is a special occasion. Yeah. Big hype. I feel like um. Hey, I'm gonna I'm gonna like I'm gonna change the piano the, music. Or the fire. Yeah, I'm yeah. gonna just change it to something else. Okay. <laughs> this because this is me now. Probably a brustling brook. In, instead of classic jazz, it's gonna it's gonna be Van Halen's <laughs> Panama <heavy> rock. Yeah. <laughs> dun, 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 dun. All right. Panama. <laughs> a European student, confused by English spelling, submitted this poem to his professor of literature. The wind was rough and cold and bluff. She kept her hands inside her muff. It chilled her through, her nose turned blue, and still the squall faster flew. And yet, although there was no snow, the weather was a cruel foe. It made her cough, please do not scoff. She coughed until her hat blew off. Panama! <laughs> it makes a lot more sense if you can see it. The words are intentionally spelt wrong to show that uh, rough, through, although, and cough are all spelt the same but sound differently. Can I see the joke again? Yeah. Maybe I'll laugh if I go over it a second. So all of the other words are spelt wrong, oh, but I... pronounced the same way. I hate this book. Yeah, it's a joke you absolutely need to see in order to get it. Maybe we can find something better. You don't have to read. What? I thought I did a good job. I'm just excited for the Van Halen tidbit. I can't do that. That's copyrighted music. Panama! You can just loop that for Alfred Martin. Takes you reason. Yeah, I already gave you the, the fucking. Oh, the intro. Oh, yeah. <laughs> yeah, that's that. Whatever. You do whatever. As they watched, uh, uh, one sec, this is, this is by, uh, this is in the All state. Alright, if you're reading, I'm going back to the piano. I keep getting the wrong section. This doesn't have a name. It's on page 70 for our readers at home. Troubles at North Dakota State Relief Headquarters. Please send my money at once as I need it badly. I have fallen into errors with my landlady. I am very annoyed that you have branded my oldest boy illiterate. Oh, and it was a dirty lie as I married his father a week before he was born. Sir, I am forwarding my marriage certificate and my two children, one of which was a mistake, is a mistake as you will see. Mi <sighs> Miss has had no clothes for a year and has been regularly visited by the clergy. I have no children as yet. My husband is a bus driver and works day and night. In accordance with your instructions, I have given birth to twins in an in the enclosed envelope. 
I feel like I had a straw. Jesus Christ, what <laughs> was that? Me. That was devastating. For our viewers or readers at home, don't read that one. That hurts. <laughs> that is not a good feeling. There's gotta be one that's okay. On a Chicago billboard. Now you can borrow enough to get completely out of debt. That's topical today. Alright, give me that book. Hey, fine, you find a good one. We're going we're going back to my music now. Panama! Perpetrating outrages, bad jokes, and other groaners. <laughs> <laughs> oh no! These are the bad jokes! What were we reading? Oh shit! What page is this on for our readers at home? 401. Nice. The pun is the lowest form of humor when you don't think of it first. If you if you come up with it, it's genius. I, yeah, it, yeah, I get it. I, that's true. An editor meeting Sir James M. Barry, author of Peter Pan, at a dinner, asked him how his plays were doing. Barry's reply: Some peter out, others pan out. You know what I hate about that? That fucking clarified who the fuck that guy was. And none and of the used, other ones have. Yeah, it's used way more awful names in this book, and it just expects you to know who the fuck they are. Author Max Schulman mm, found Girl Cake. They don't say who he is. <laughs> <laughs> oh, found croquet a great game for venting frustrations. Pure hostility on the lawn, but of course, he added, lining up a malevolent shot. I play with mallets toward none. <laughs> that one I like. That one might be my favorite one so far. That one's pretty good. See, the bad jokes are the good ones. Yeah. Alright, one more. Robert Benchley once sent his bank... Oh! Robert Benchley! Of course! Jesus Christ! Robert Benchley once sent his bank a foreign check with the added endorsement on the back. Having a wonderful time. Wish you would clear. <laughs> we should just save that page. 401. Put the YMCA closing notice in there. It's not in here. Oh, sh shorts. Use this. It is. It is. We got it. Nice. Good job. How do you feel? Like you did a good job finding the good jokes. I feel like I'm we're way better hate. than you. Which were <laughs> actually. Wow. <laughs> Another thing to check off. Like a gun. Check off. Yeah. Yeah. The pun is the lowest form of. <laughs> Whatever you Wait, said. I came up with the pun. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I loved it. I I thought it was great. <laughs> I thought it was good. God. <laughs> oh, Panama.